0: Good morning, everybody. Hey, welcome to Friday. It is August 4th. Hope you guys have had a great week as we head into the weekend. Hey, yesterday, uh, well, not such a great day, but not a really bad day either. It was uh, better than the day before for sure. We'll talk about that and more when Dave joins us here in just a few seconds. Before we do that, though, let's not forget that, uh, there are so many things that, uh, we, we, we have no control over what happens in Washington, what happens over in Russia and China. There's just so many things that we don't, we don't control. Good news though, you can control what's happening in your portfolio. If you understand and know how much risk you have in your portfolio and you know how much risk you should have in your portfolio. And those two things are matched up perfectly. Then you know, you're in the right place. That's exactly why I designed the core retirement design because so many people don't understand the amount of risk they have in their portfolio. Give us a call at 863 382 0037 for your core retirement design. And uh, we got Dave coming up next.
1: 105.7 Light Air the power. Oh wow, man, that's uh, Huey Lewis in the news there. I am morning, Dave, and it's 8.41 now, 19 before 9. Time to check in on your money and see what's going on on Wall Street this morning. And I, I must admit, uh, uh, I'm I, I, there. No, not that one. That one. I'm there. That's my bull crud alarm going off. Philip Statler is here from Statler Financial Services, and uh, my bull crud alarm is going off, Philip, on these unemployment numbers. How about yours?
0: I was going to say, it's not because of me, is it?
1: No, no, no. (laughs) Here's the government data dump for the week, and here's why I blew off my bull crud alarm. Uh, We added 13,000 fewer jobs last month in the economy than we expected Uh, 187,000 new jobs added last month, according to the government. And on top of that, they revised downward the number of jobs that were added in May and in June. So in reality, we're off by something like probably 230,000, 240,000 jobs uh, across. And what happens? The unemployment rate that you're going to hear about every single top-of-the-hour newscast all day, it went down. 3.5% the official unemployment rate in this country. I don't get that math one tiny little bit. Do you?
0: It's the government, Dave. What can I say? You know, they're here to help.
1: (laughs) By and large, large, the jobs report that they dumped on us this morning is is probably good news for people that are watching the Fed, because it it does show a decidedly slowing job picture, and the other ancillary figures they put out kind of confirmed that month-to-month earnings in July were up, By four-tenths of a percent, that was more than was expected, which indicates employers are hanging on to their employees. The number of hours worked, on the other hand, indicating a slower employment market, went down by one-tenth of an hour average across the economy. If I were Jay Paulson's uh, Jiminy Cricket sitting on his shoulder this morning, I'd say don't raise interest rates next month. What do you think?
0: Yeah, David, let's, let's face it. You know, how many months do they revise? You know, are they going to revise this one again? You know, that's the that's kind of the fly in some of the ointment is what's going to happen next month. Are they going to revise this up, revise it down? Is it really worse than what they say it is? Yeah, That's the thing about these government numbers is that they uh, they seem to fluctuate after we get the headline.
1: Uh, yeah, I, I, like I said, I, I, I look at the notion, how can you add fewer jobs than expected but still have a lower unemployment rate than it was expected as well? I just Bottom line is the employment market is still healthy, but it's showing distinct signs of slowing down somewhat anyway, which means the interest rates hikes are basically doing what we expected them to do, but it's staying all low enough and vibrant enough on where if somebody wants a job, generally they can find it. It may not be a perfect match. But heaven knows there's still jobs out there.
0: Oh, definitely. I mean, the jobs report showed that earlier in the week. So there's there plenty of jobs out there for folks to find. They just got to find the one that uh, suits them best.
1: Yep. It was kind of funny with you before we went on the air. We were talking about it on the phone. You've got you've got instantaneous response on your listings on the markets, and you said as soon as the uh, as soon as the three point five percent number came out. Things took a dip on the indexes, and then as soon as anybody wrote and fi- read and found out that the number of jobs created was disappointing, it started turning back up again. I, I kind of get the feeling that everybody else in the uh, in the money sector has about the same reaction I do—a bull crud detector is going off somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, I I just got to note, the uh, 10-year Treasury yield is up to 4.199 as of this moment. The two-year Treasury yield is up to 4.925. And, uh, boy, that that credit rating decrease that we took is uh, doing what the Federal Reserve couldn't do.
0: Yeah, it's jumping up interest rates for sure. And um, that's, you know, the mortgage guys, that's going to be a a tough road for guys uh, because it's – it's going to, it's going to mess with, uh, mortgage rates for sure.
1: Yeah. I'm not looking forward to seeing what the guidance comes out at for the big publicly traded, uh, home builders that we quote every time that earnings season comes through because uh, they got to be looking at these increase in mortgage rates. And I mean, it's a market increase over the last three to four days. Uh, I, if I, if I were issuing guidance for a big home builder, I'd be kind of conservative right now. Wouldn't you?
0: I, I would until we get a handle on these interest rates. Um, you know, costs are coming down a little bit as far as material costs, but uh, but labor and interest rates are kind of are, are offsetting those.
1: Absolutely. It's, uh, it's, it's going to be interesting. But at the very least, we have, I, again, it's, it's weird. We have good news on the employment front because the employment market is not as good as it was supposed to be. But those of us that are saying that the Fed has done enough for the moment and they ought to pause, I call this a good news report this morning.
0: Yeah, I think so. I mean, and we'll we'll see. We got we got a long ways really now before the Fed even has to start thinking about interest rates. But uh, a lot can happen between now and then.
1: Absolutely. Once again, to remind folks, the Fed does not meet in August. They don't meet now until September. They go to every other month for a couple of months in here. Uh, so consequently, we're going to have two of these unemployment reports before the Federal Reserve meets next. And that gives us a whole lot of slips between the cup and the lip before we get our next uh, earth-shaking decision on interest rates. Yeah, that, that's right. So we, we
0: got time. We'll see what happens.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Earnings season continues, and uh, my first reaction this morning is they put all the interesting stuff for us in one day. Uh, The two big A's in the tech sector both ended up reporting after the close last night. Apple and Amazon, and uh, they kind of said different things, didn't they?
0: Well, they did. Uh, I mean, they both did okay uh, from that standpoint. One did a lot better than the other, but Apple reported, and they beat on expectations, um, came in at $1.26 versus uh, $1.19. Um, revenue, though, um, higher than anticipated, but still down 1% from a year over year basis. Um, that was a third decline year over year number uh, quarterly than, than we've seen. The other thing, it's got Apple really trading down today 2.8, 2.9%. 2. Mm-hmm. They're really um, hardware took a hit. But they're making it up on their services, you know, between apps, their iCloud, um, other things like that, cloud storage. That's helping them bridge that gap. Um, but their hardware sales were were not not where they really wanted to be this last quarter.
1: Yeah, you know, you get a company as big as Apple, and you look at I think it's something like sixty percent of their hardware sales uh, are in the iPhone. And there hasn't really been an exciting iPhone change since the Model 12, and the rumors have it that the 15 is just going to be an incremental change as well. Uh, it you it, it, it look at something that big, it's hard to say, oh, my God, they're about to become a one-product company. But in reality, as big as they are, they are rapidly becoming a one-product company because when you look at services, the services include, okay, fine, you got two Apple products. You pretty much run out of your free BI cloud status, so you have to pay a dollar a month for the extra cloud capacity. Well, if I'm not buying another iPhone, I don't have the reason to need more services. So consequently, that's kind of sitting on an edge as well. I mean, when you talk about a $3 trillion company, it's hard to say, oh, my God, they're living on the edge. But uh, they really do have some chinks in the armor off of those declining iPhone sales.
0: They do. They need to beef up their other lines of business um, to help compensate for that in in years like this. Or, or they've got to get really innovative on the iPhone to make it so enticing that uh, that people just have to trade up to the new one.
1: Yeah, and I'm sorry. The idea that they make the cameras fancier and fancier doesn't prompt me to want to upgrade. I'm still a once-every-three-year upgrade on my phone, and that's for security value and keeping the operating system going. I don't care whether or not I can take a major motion picture on an iPhone or not. It's not why I buy a phone. So they're putting so much work into the camera, they're forgetting about the rest of the phone. And uh, frankly, it's getting boring.
0: <laughs> so yeah, yeah, and they'll there. fix it. They'll figure it out. They'll figure it out. They're, they, they figured out a lot of things. So
1: yeah, hey, the I next one we got
0: is, is Amazon. Amazon obviously is uh, a big player when it comes to retail and e-commerce. Um, they had a really strong second quarter. Um, they, they beat on revenue. They um, beat on earnings significantly. I mean, like 30 cents a share, so uh, some good things for them. Their revenue actually rose 11% during the period um, and and beat by almost uh, $3 billion going there. So Amazon's wow. taking a huge hit, I mean, not hit, but a big jump, 9.3%
1: up today. I understand that the cloud services recovered, too. They kind of had a chink in the armor in cloud services on their last report, but it recovered as well. So Amazon is looking borderline bulletproof right now, aren't they?
0: Bet they are. They're looking really good. They sure are. Um, then let's flip to kind of the, um, some travel uh, mm-hmm. companies, bookings, book, booking holdings. Um, that's the old Priceline company. Uh, they came out, had a, a good quarter, uh, gross bookings. They expect for this next quarter to grow even more. Um, their second quarter earnings, uh, they, they beat, uh, beat pretty handedly. I mean, they came in at like $37 and sixty-two cents a share. They're only expected to make like twenty-eight dollars and ninety cents a share. So a huge beat there, um, and even revenue was a, was a good number up as well. uh, they're, uh well, that's funny. They were up by twelve percent early, Dave. But people must be taking some profits because they've dropped. Uh, they're actually down one and a half percent right now.
1: It's a. Uh, it's not as big a stock as an Apple or an Amazon. So I suppose a few trades can drop them down on the on the uh, futures, can't they?
0: I, I think so. It, it can. Um, now, mm-hmm. this one is not an earnings call, but I want to bring this because it's just such a big swing. Um, Tupperware brands uh, came out today and they were able to finalize a debt restructuring deal, uh, oh, good. which is which is going to help them reallocate about $150 million of cash interest uh, and fees every year. So that's going to help them. But it, it had their stock. It has their stock up 57% today.
1: How low did they get? I mean, I, I don't use Tupperware because old margarine tins are good enough for me for the little bit I ever store. But, you know, they're a heritage brand. I hate to see them falling on hard times. They've had some tough times.
0: 52 week low, 61 cents a share. <laughs> now, think about this, Dave. If you had swept in when they're at their low at 61 cents a share, mm-hmm. they're at uh, $5.52 a share right now.
1: Insight is 2020 sometimes. Exactly. Ain't it? <laughs> hey,
0: another me, travel stock I want to mention really fast before we go, Airbnb reported. Uh yeah. they uh they grew their revenue 18% over the same quarter last year. And they uh they, they beat on revenue, beat on earnings, um, and they they're thinking things are gonna be good this next quarter. So they are uh, trading up today. Well, they're another one. It must be the travel deal, man. They were up 6% earlier this morning, and uh, they're down 1.7% this morning. So uh, it's all in the details, I guess.
1: I would bet a nickel that it's the rise in oil prices that are giving some investors pause on those cruise and travel companies, and that'll become evident when you do those.
0: Yeah, yeah, (laughs) that very well could be.
1: It's going through the roof this morning. Setting the table. It was kind of a modest off day yesterday. Everything was red, but it wasn't by much. I mean, uh, ten, you know, ten, one tenth of one percent to worst case, a little over a third of a percent. It was kind of everything on a hold pattern, waiting for this morning. Forty-five minutes before we open today, Philip, what are we looking at on the futures?
0: You know, Dave, you you made a, a indication, and things have flipped around. They are green right now. Um, the Dow is up uh, almost two tenths of a percent. S and P 500 is up a third, and the Nasdaq 100 is up a half a percent. The uh, obviously the VIX is heading down by almost uh, a little over three and a half percent this morning. On the other side of commodities, we got silver down a little over a tenth of a percent, gold up four tenths, crude oil, like you said, heading the wrong direction, up almost a half a percent, eighty one dollars and ninety four cents. Dave, I'm seeing gas prices at some pumps at almost $4 a gallon.
1: I was looking at one that was 3.91 I think and I was kind of thinking my lucky stars I gassed up at the end of last week as I generally get 2 weeks out of a tank of gas. Yeah, I saw 3.99. Yeah, maybe it'll slow down by the the time I have to gas up again, but I'm not an optimist. Uh, By and large, the Asian rim markets had a little bit of a recovery overnight last night, 6 a.m. this morning. It was a very modest change on every account, but by and large, mostly green. European stocks halfway through our day uh, are going downward. Not much, but uh, about a half a percent pretty much across the board in Europe. Uh, getting a retirement plan together at any age takes a special set of eyes to understand where the risk ought to be, depending upon what your plans, needs, and age are. That takes a pro. How do I find you to get that plan going, Philip?
0: Dave, you know, those are the exact reasons I created the core retirement design to help people design that retirement they always dreamed of. Give us a call at 863 382 0037 to schedule your core retirement design. And then catch us this weekend for the Statler Financial Radio Show, 6 a.m. and noon on Saturday, 10 a.m. Sunday morning on Highlands News Talk 730 and 95.3 FM.
1: And back here again on Monday morning to tell you what happened over Friday and the weekend and look ahead for the week ahead. Philip, thank you so much. You have a dynamite weekend and I'll see you Monday.
0: All right, you have a great weekend too.
1: Thank you. It's 105.7 Light FM and Statler Financial Services. Philip Statler. You can't see it.
0: Hey, folks, again, I want to thank you for joining us. Have a great weekend. Be right back with us Monday morning, same time, same place. Until then.